Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. And welcome to the Smackdown preview. I'm Adam Wilborn from What Culture, joined by one of the Dadly Boys, Michael Hamflet from What Culture, to look ahead to tonight's episode of Friday Night Smackdown. But before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on either iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts from, for daily wrestling podcasts, where we review Raw, Smackdown, NXT, AW Dynamite, pay-per-views. We have interviews, roundtable discussions, and a round of the week complete with a bloody good quiz, of course, on Wrestle Culture. As I said, though, joined by Michael. Hamlet's look ahead to SmackDown tonight. The go-home show, of course, ahead of WrestleMania Backlash. And of course, the one week you weren't here last week, Jimmy O'Sullivan's returned. <laughs> I couldn't believe it, man. I could not believe it. Like, what, have we put about six months working at this? Something yeah. like that? Uh, Jimmy Uso could be the guy. Every pay-per-view, you know, what about Jimmy Uso? You're thinking of how they're going to neutralise Jay, but nobody's thought about Jimmy. I take a random Friday off. Like, Cedric doesn't even want this role. Like, the last thing is, oh, Christ, pamphlet's off on a Friday. I'm going to have to talk about SmackDown. And then it's the one week. Yeah. I, I watched the results, like, flow through on Saturday morning, and I cannot believe what I'm reading, to the point where I actually thought to myself, I'm taking the Friday off. I might just treat myself to no WWE this weekend. Uh, and I couldn't, as soon as I read that. I was immediately on <laughs> to watch the actual episode because I needed to see it myself. And what's worst of all, Wilborn, is that after months of us coming up with something... Let's be honest, fairly bargain bin. Like, he's going to run in to help Roman Reigns. He's just mm-hmm. going to make a surprise appearance, whatever, whatever. It was pretty brilliant. Yeah. Like, show long angle was pretty awesome. I, I, like, I was genuinely quite surprised that they went to the trouble of actually, like, working to incorporate him into this Roman Reigns Jey Uso thing rather than just the generic, Jimmy's here too. Like, <laughs> actually being forced. Like, I, you know, I, I think some of the, the scripting can be a little bit condescending at times, but Jimmy, like, almost trying at first to get Jay back on side mm-hmm. before then having to, like, look at himself in the mirror and be like, maybe I should be on that side and all that kind of stuff being up in the air. 
yet more brilliant enhancement of the Roman Reigns character. Yeah, I love this. I have to say that the I'm nobody's bitch line was a genuine pop <laughs> for me on Saturday morning. And uh, yeah, so excited. Not only that, of course, the return of the SmackDown fist. So they can take that one. <laughs> oh, let's have a minute on that, please. Because like, I, obviously I couldn't be here to preview with you. And Christ, imagine how daft we'd have gotten. What are they going to bring back tonight? And like with the answer being nothing. <laughs> like the, the, I love that. Obviously, WWE were told to do a retro night because of the retro stuff on Fox. It wasn't, this wasn't your traditional fly in the old RAW letters, you know, like bring in as many legends as you can. This was properly a week to go. Um, we're doing vintage NASCAR, so uh, get your old jacket out, will you? And they're thinking, oh, well, if you're going to be like that, then we'll tank it. We'll absolutely tank it. A SmackDown, apparently, from 1989, 10 years before <laughs> SmackDown debuted. Teddy Long, like the human meme that he is now. They just fly him dangerously across America to say tag team match and The Undertaker. That was about it, wasn't it? Have I missed it? And Robo Fist. Have I missed anything else? Uh, Pat McAfee dressing for Vince McMahon and then get that getting cut. Yeah, that good on Twitter. <laughs> those, those sad little um, old block logo curtains on the Thunderdome set. Oh, Those yeah, tragic yeah. little WWF logos of a time that SmackDown didn't even exist in. Yeah. Good. Really Weird. good. But yeah, in, in terms of Jimmy Uso, like you say, I love this. And I'm, I'm more and more convincing myself that this may actually play into the title match on Sunday. Maybe because I'm desperate for something to look forward to on Sunday. Um, but yeah, this rift, like you say, of a conflicted or more conflicted Jey Uso now but also Jimmy Uso like you say deciding you know on which side of history he's gonna you know end up on basically is is just fascinating and uh yeah for for family squabbles which we've rolled our eyes at for so long with WWE I think this is this is really really good stuff and it'll obviously continue tonight and my words I realized that it was you know just a kind of toss a coin and see who stands tall at the end of this episode. But Cesaro standing tall after handing everyone their arse made me think maybe they do actually realise what they've got on their hands after 10 years or whatever it is with Cesaro. Yeah, I got... Um, it's funny that, you know, Daniel Bryan has been so linked to this run for Cesaro and indeed Roman Reigns in the last month of television and everything and now he's gone. Um, I got major uh, Daniel Bryan battling back the Shield in 2013 energy off this because he isn't the guy that you expect to stand tall at the end of this. And the Usos as the kind of, and not yet, it doesn't have to be right right now, but that feeling that you want to summon up where one day the Usos, you know, because Jimmy's probably going to fall in line for mm. a bit, but Jay, as you say, has kind of had his head turned here by just a, you know, a reminder of five seconds of what the outside world looked like, basically, <laughs> um, with Jimmy returning. It reminds me a lot of the latter days of the Shield working for the Authority and the buzz that we all got when they finally turned on Triple H and like formalised their babyface turn for the first time is something you could replicate with the Usos and Roman yeah. Reigns. Watching like this angle play out and then the likely ones to come with Roman as champion, um, where the Usos are unstoppable as his heavies, but then just gradually their faith in Roman as the head of the table starts to erode. That turn, especially in front of fans, which you know, timeline wise, could work out. Yeah, that turn feels like it's going to be one of like the moments of the year. The Usos breaking away from Roman Reigns, which again, like all of this comes back to 
really fantastic character building of the head of the table character. Mm. They they do so many things with this gimmick. It's not just the slow but brilliant sinister promo that he cuts at the start of most shows. It's not just the way in which he masks his cowardness. It's, it's like cowardice mm. in matches with the likes of Cesaro and Daniel Bryan. It's then how he delivers a Brock Lesnar beating in the matches themselves <laughs> that kind of make you be like, oh, he actually can. He just doesn't really want to. That's what's happening with Roman Reigns. Yeah. That, the whole thing is like, right, if I must, straps his glove on and just caves somebody's face in. <laughs> but he doesn't really like the idea of having to do that. So he tries to put wall after wall after wall up. It's like... I'm like I'm shocked even talking about this character with the texture that I believe it to have, considering that it's a WWE presentation. Really, I am. Like I think this gets better and better. Yeah, I can easily see over the next few weeks and months, like you say, cracks beginning to show. But in all likelihood, the Usos winning those tag team championships along the way, mm. uh, and uh, we're going to talk more about the uh, the SmackDown tag team title match, which is going down at WrestleMania Backlash on our big preview, which will come out tomorrow. But also, speaking of, you know, things that are enjoyable on SmackDown that are leading to the pay-per-view on Sunday, seems bad to say this, but nice to see Bailey laying a good beating on Bianca Belair last week. Yes. Um, there has been a criminal lack of actual action in the women's singles division. I have to say singles because the quality isn't good, but they are running tag matches most weeks. Um, it's not been a great start to life for Bianca Belair as champion, but it's not been an awful one either. Bailey right. is the perfect opponent. We're, as you say, we're going to detail that match a little bit more for Backlash. The story, where the story has lacked, the charisma of both has massively made up for it. They have kind of, they have bought WWE some time to actually devise a feud because there's not a tremendous issue between these two. It's just that Bailey, rightfully so, now believes she wants a shot. She's been away from that belt long enough. She doesn't particularly respect Bianca Belair, which I do like, and I wish they'd lent on a little bit more mm-hmm. because you could actually use the fact. Um, and it's been forgotten, and I understand why, because so much of WWE is meaningless. But they should have used more that Bailey defeated Bianca Belair in Bianca's first SmackDown feud. Yes. Like, I, the words come out of my mouth, and I sound like a dweeb saying them right, but this is how WWE should be able to use their fairly carefree like knockabout booking for a benefit. They knew Bianca Belair was going to win the Rumble, so they did that thing they do, where it's like, you've got a big winning coming up, so we're going to have you get beat first. That's just <laughs> how we roll. So Bailey won that feud. People were quite surprised. Oh, that's a bit of a strange way to introduce Bianca Belair, but then she goes and win the Rumble. Nobody cares. Why does that not come up now? Why is that not? You know, before you got on your big run, like, you were easy pickings. What makes you think you're not going to be easy pickings this Sunday? I'm the longest reigning SmackDown Women's Champion ever. This is my show. I'm, I'm going to give WWE for once, the benefit of the doubt of they've kept that ace in their back pocket so they can just go, oh, Bailey says she's challenging. She challenges. Whether, you know, she batters Bianca and then suddenly out of nowhere she hits the KOD and wins on Sunday or whether it's, you know, just a back and forth match that Bianca Belair emerges victorious in. I think what we get next is Bailey going, right, well, you got lucky. Everyone gets lucky, but we're, you know, kind of squared up. Yeah, on a rematch, and Sasha comes out and goes, "Whoa, whoa, 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 whoa!" I still got a <laughs> rematch after WrestleMania, and then you've got a potentially show-stealing triple threat for what Money in the Bank is that next? Or I don't know when yeah. Extreme Rules yeah. is taking eyes out and stuff. I think that's afterwards. Yeah, that's yeah, that's the one that might have fans back in attendance. Which, considering last year's Extreme Rules, probably won't sell out. <laughs> imagine tanking the return of crowds with the horror show 12 months earlier like them, <laughs> them running that show thinking well there's no consequences for us 
<laughs> no, zero tickets sold. <laughs> Do you love anime, gaming, movies, and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do? Then join us on Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. Every week you can listen in while we break down the latest pop culture news and dish on what new releases we can't get enough of. Whether you love movies. I'm going to tell you all about the uh, hopeful 4K re-release of Tron Legacy that happens. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right there with you. Or music. The music in this show yeah. is absolutely yeah. incredible. Or anime. Yeah, and under this sure. mask is another mask. <laughs> you can discover your new favorites right here on The Anime Effect. Listen every Friday wherever you get your podcast, and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or on the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Hey everyone, I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago... If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com slash host. Before we go any further, though, this podcast is brought to you by Rocket Money. Do you ever feel like money is just flying out of your account and you've got no idea where it's going? Well, it's all those subscriptions. I mean, think about it. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it is endless. I'm guilty of this, so I used Rocket Money to help me find out what subscriptions I'm actually spending money on, and it was more shocking than a wrestling betrayal. You see, Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in cancelled subscriptions. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. That's rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. Rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. Uh, now, we have got a tag team title match tonight. I am always suspicious, though, when I go on WWE.com, it's barely mentioned. And even in the little 30-second video package, I don't think it was even given a nod that Nia and Shane are going to defend those tag team titles against Natalia and Tamina, which feels like a match ready-made for WrestleMania Backlash. It really does, doesn't it? Um, yeah, my gut feeling when I saw this promoted for SmackDown was that it was gonna they were gonna run it back. I don't know if that. Well, I do know that. Don't I? I was gonna say I don't know if that means we're not gonna get a finish. Yes, I do. We're not gonna get a finish. Like if they want to put that on WrestleMania Backlash in three days, they're not gonna give you a finish here. Reginald is insufferable. Um, <laughs> might get involved. I like this. Is that awful patronizing hair ruffling type of praise? I like how they've handled Tamina since WrestleMania. They noted that crowd reaction, mm-hmm. odd as it was, but she got it. It was real. It definitely happened. Um, and they've replayed that. They've made her look at the same level as Nia Jax and think about the times that either when they were partners or they were rivals in Battle Royals, they tried to do like the Austin Rock standoff in <laughs> Nia and Tamina. 
and like I think that was mostly pre-pandemic, but you wouldn't realise it from the lack of noise. <laughs> like, what's the sound of ten thousand people shrugging? Because that was what you got whenever you did this sort of supposed standoff, or you put them in front of a WrestleMania sign or whatever. I think they've got there. I think there is. I think Tamina feels like Natalia's secret weapon almost in this team. If they're going to win these belts, it's going to be because of this. Um, they obviously have only so much time to spend on Tamina versus Nijak because Nijak is in 18 storylines. So they've got <laughs> to get to all the various other dovetailing ones, you know. Um, and how are Shayna's legs? Because oh, yeah. I don't know I don't know the sell-by date of Lily's voodoo. So they, she could still be walking around like Vic and Bob doing a Cockney walk by SmackDown. Um, and if that's the case... Like the, I'd say the titles are in great jeopardy. Uh, yeah, if it sounds like we're trivialising it, it's because we are. This is going to Sunday. Yeah, I, I will say, lovely moment with Tamina at WrestleMania. Nice that they've recognised that. I don't think I've cared less about a title match in my history as a WWE fan. Because, like, I don't care about the tag champs. They're just unbearable. Uh, and they, they win and they lose, but they only win, they win only when the tag titles are on the line. Shayna Baszler gets jobbed out every single week, it seems. And like Natalia and Tamina have been in that company for so long, and they've had so many like, oh, you need to care about them now. Oh mm. no, actually, you don't. Yeah, see you in another six months, sort of thing. I don't even know. I realise Natalia and Tamina, I suppose, are the baby faces in there, but the, the my little memory of them is like jumping people backstage. It, yeah. weeks ago before WrestleMania or whatever it may be. And they haven't done that much aside from win a few matches to make me think, hey, hey, you all right. So <laughs> honestly. Hey, Wilbon. Hey, Wilbon. I'm going to make you look like James Ovi. <laughs> honestly, I could not care less, but I agree. I think this is going to Sunday and uh, maybe I'll care more there. Maybe. It's, it, put Reginald in a shark cage or something, please. Your um, your sort of disinterest in that I don't think is unjustified. Tamina as a character, and it's pretty much this character, right? So she debuted with the Usos in 2010, attacking on a, ironically enough, the Heart Dynasty. Um, so Natalia had been there as Natalia, the Heart Dungeon graduate, for about two years by then, maybe a year. But she's about 12 years deep as this version of herself, Natalia, as a character. Um. Think about the changes that the Usos have undergone since that debut. They were just like tights wearing tag team when they debuted in 2010. They went deep into the play hard in the paint era. Um, pleather, yep, pleather shorts, face paint, huge grandiose Samoan entrances, all that sort of stuff into that like heel turn on American Alpha. Uso penitentiary. Do you remember like, that? Oh. Bars on the screen. Yeah. Like, wrestling wearing grills um and now here we are like proper like chapters in this decade of the usos tamina's been there the same amount of time for a brief period before for obvious reasons they kind of cut out the commentary she was tamina the daughter of jimmy snooker mm -hmm. like the daughter of jimmy sounded like like a middle portion portion of her name <laughs> rather than just like tamina snooker. and then they got rid of the surname altogether like has there really been any character advancement in tamina in, I don't think that has in 11 years. It's not her fault, really. She, she was Tamina as part of Team Bad. She's still Tamina. I don't know. I get, AJ's bodyguard. I was going to say AJ's heavy. AJ Lee's bodyguard. That was pretty good. Um, so that, that, that'll be the one. But outside of that, it's it's just been this Tamina for 11 years and a not very different Italia for like longer for 12. 
I do 20. feel a bit bad for her. Imagine her sitting down watching fight with my family and going, oh, I wonder who's... Zelina's obviously playing AJ, but I wonder who's going to be playing... Oh, I'm not in the segment whatsoever. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, just cut her out of the film. <laughs> yeah, so 23 cumulative years of characters in stasis. You are very permitted to not give a toss about them. Yeah. Um, let's move on and let's talk about Seth Rollins uh, because I feel like he could still be in and around the title picture going forward. But I was so happy, so well relieved more than happy that they didn't go, well, we'll give Seth Rollins his win back against mm. Cesaro because yeah. I know I, I realise it wasn't like, oh, Cesaro beat him again, but I'll take it, I'll take it. What's next for Seth for you? I'm not sure yet. Um, yeah, the Cesaro result was awesome because like WWE know better than everybody, certainly WWE fans do. A push is not a push if you 50-50 it three weeks later. So you can't do the WrestleMania match, then just reverse the decision and then put Cesaro in a title match. Being like, look, still, we're still pushing him. Like <laughs> he's actually put one win on top of another and he's got like, he's actually got momentum and not in that cliched commentary way. He's built a series of results into his title match. So I was really, really pleased with that. Um, I like this Seth Rollins character. Seth Rollins is getting less boring. Yes. Um, that's what it is. I wouldn't say that like he's electrifying as this heel currently. And if I'm honest, when he was, they've enjoyed the like kind of like very partial pairing of Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns, as they should. Like that's, that's yeah. their right is to sort of enjoy teasing it out and stretching it out. When you see them on screen, and I can't believe I'm going to say this, like I started wondering if they can get to babyface Seth versus heel Roman for SummerSlam. Ooh. And I, I don't want to like bring on the next apocalypse by pitching Seth Rollins as a babyface again. Um, but I just the fact that he's getting less, but he feels like he's getting a bit experimental. Have you noticed that? Like his yes, his dialogue. Like obviously, it started with the suits and that, but like the the dialogue choices and like he, he's he's weird on Twitter. That's never changed but like he's he's in character weird rather than just like alienating his fan base weird and he's just like he's trying stuff and it some stuff doesn't stick some of it does um and i think ultimately a lot of that ends in him becoming a face because some of that stuff like one thing in particular i don't know what that thing is yet but some of the stuff's going to get popular one of those things is going to get over he's going to do something one week something audacious or stupid or daft and people are going to like latch onto it again and they're going to see Seth Rollins as a believable threat to Roman because of all of their history. And I, yeah, that's kind of what I'm starting. Like, not now. Like I said, this isn't for now, but I just feel like it's for the near future. Yeah, I, I'm thinking this. I'm thinking like, do you include him in, you know, in a, you know, another re, another rematch that leads to a bloody triple threat at the next pay per view with Cesaro and and Roman? I don't think you could. I don't think you need to. But then, like, I, I was just thinking then, as a road to a babyface. Why not just let him have like a great match or series of matches with Big E, Big E defeat him. And then just the first simple step on the road to, you know, recovery is him just going, you know what, Big E, you were the better man, shakes his hands and yeah. then just slowly transform. You've got time. It's May now. You've got till August. I think so. I just, he's just, like I say, like it could change again. He's a bugger for, he's, he's one of those examples that like, WWE love him because obviously he'll do any of their, promos or anything they say and he'll try and apply some conviction to it and it doesn't really always land but he's just getting a bit weird and I, mm. I've got a bit of time for that less I'm I'm gonna like it's very arm's length very cautious but yeah mm. less 
less boring than ever, Seth Rollins currently. So I'm, um, yeah, I'll keep watching. Hey, Seth, did you become less boring? <laughs> uh, now, one of the- like it's, it's your favourite analogy, isn't it? Of like Megan Family Guy. It's just Seth Rollins stood next to all of Monday Night Raw. Seth Rollins stood next to all of Monday Night Raw and the fact that they gave Baron Corbin another bloody win last week. And I was like, yeah. oh, are you not? Are you not Baron? <laughs> Although, quick nod to Sami Zayn, forever the boy popper. The big five man team celebrate their victory. All the, the, the uh, baby faces on the ramp and they're, they're jaw jacking. Yeah, hey, you pricks. Sammy tries to grab the IC title. <laughs> that bit, that, his reaction to the Teddy Long Undertaker news as well. Could do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, him trying to steal the belt from me. I love that. Like, um, I like the idea of Sammy Zayn absorbing a Nigerian nail for his troubles at some point. But getting a little bit too cheeky with Apollo Crews. Uh, now, last week, we, we well, we discovered this week that last week we were meant to see the debut of one Mia Yim or, I think this is right, Rickety! We getting that tonight? Uh, I hope not for Mia Yim's sake. Uh, like, bring her out as Mia Yim. For Christ's sake, bring her out as Mia Yim. Like, uh, yes. Rarely, rarely has there been such an obvious retribution escape hatch than just to pretend it never happened. <laughs> like, bring her, like, she had a perfect, like, Miriam was not the most beloved figure in NXT, but she was, uh, I, I, no, let me rephrase that. Miriam's matches weren't always the most celebrated, mm. but Mia Yim was a very liked performer on NXT with a gimmick, with a, with a character that made sense that she evidently believed in. She was comfortable playing, and she had it in her to have these great matches. It just didn't necessarily happen all the time. I think the women's division on both shows is in such a dire need of talent that knows how to get themselves over that Miriam, as Miriam, would be very welcome. As Reckoning, she's got an uphill battle. Um, as usual, I'm going to use this platform that I don't deserve to say whether it's Slapjack. Um, <laughs> why wasn't he up? Why wasn't Throwback Smackdown Slapjack Smackdown Fox <laughs> Network? Do some Slapjack themed NASCAR so we can have a Slapjack special of Smackdown. Um, <laughs> we can finally call it Jackdown. Like, Where's he? <laughs> but uh, but yeah, she's got a chance if she's me him. She really does because mm. this division feels barren. We talked on the bit of a spoiler for the um, WrestleMania Backlash preview, but we talked about like Carmella as one of the only real single standouts that doesn't feel completely lost. Mm. Um, me him would be a welcome ingredient to that very very drab mix at present. Yeah, I agree. I think I think you know maybe Carmella's being set up as a challenger for Bianca Belair at a BB show on the road to SummerSlam, but in the interim, uh, or instead of that, like you say, her and her and Mia Yim could be a great, a great starting point for her. Do you know what? Use your talent as well. Um, she doesn't have to come back right right now. Um, she's obviously selling the emotional impact and the physical impact of a WrestleMania loss, but like have more than one feud again. So Mia Yim versus Sasha Banks as a programme. Mm. A big, a huge first win for me, Yim, as Sasha Banks struggles to find a groove back and them wrestling together and how great Sasha Banks will be able to make me, Yim, look. Like, make this a division again because it's a bit embarrassing at the moment. Well, an exciting go-home episode of SmackDown to look forward to ahead of WrestleMania Backlash this weekend, of course. <laughs> Let us know your thoughts on Twitter at WhatCultureWWE. Well, actually, you can follow both of us. You can follow Michael Hamflit at... Michael Hamflit. 
You can follow me at Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at What Culture WWE. And make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts. As we mentioned, that WrestleMania Backlash preview will be out tomorrow, as well, of course, the SmackDown review with Phil and Gareth. But for now, this has been the SmackDown preview. My thanks to Michael Hamford. Thank you for joining us, and we will see you soon. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale, starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records.